for myself and I won't do what they say. Well, I think for myself and I won't do what they say. Hello, hello, this is Gerald Salenti. It's Thursday, July 29th, 2021. And here are some of today's trends in the news. Yeah, I think for myself, I won't do what they say. Oh, no, not anymore. Not in the authoritarian world of today. You have to obey. Anyway, moving on to the markets. Well, U.S. stocks rose to record levels on Thursday as investors investors, gamblers, shrugged off economic data pointing to slower-than-expected growth. Hey, remember I said the Biden bounce? The Biden bounce? The Biden bounce is going to flatten out? Well, we're going to get to that. The Dow Jones Industrial Average gained 153 points, and the S&P climbed 0.4%, both hitting intraday records during the session. The tech-heavy Nasdaq Composite underperformed with a 0.1% gain. So, U.S. second quarter GDP grew by 6.5%. They estimated 8.4%. They were 2% off. That's a lot. Data showed 400,000 people filed for initial claims for unemployment benefits. The level is nearly double the pre-pandemic norm and above the Dow Jones estimate of 385,000 jobs. Nobody, people, everybody I know, nobody can find workers. Nobody. Everybody, everybody's having problems. And you have these kind of unemployment numbers. What's going on over here? So what's bringing the markets up is that the good news from the central banks to Jerome Powell that, they, you know, we're not going to raise interest rates. We're waiting things, you know. We're not too worried about inflation. So the cheap money flow is going to continue. And the Senate voted to advance a bipartisan infrastructure plan, $550 billion into transportation, broadband, and utilities. Peanuts into, in, peanuts, peanuts into the infrastructure. The third world, rotten, crappy, shitty infrastructure 500 billion over how many years while they spend our money over a trillion dollars for the military industrial intelligence complex? When you put Homeland Security and the CIA to Homeland Security intelligence, that's an oxymoron. Anyway, oil prices went up today because of almost 50, 75 bucks, and that's a, that's a pretty high, you know, for, for Brent crude. Because they're saying that the um, inventories, there was a, uh, yeah, they're shrinking. They're shrinking to the smallest levels since January 2020. And gold went up. Gold went up almost 30 bucks an ounce. You know why? The dollar got weak. The dollar got weak, that's why oil prices are going up. The week of the dollar the more commodities you could buy because they're dollar-based. So that's what happened on that front. And gold, again, it's up more than uh, 1% because they're saying that the central banksters, you know, we're not going to raise rates mm -hmm. soon. And I had thought that they would, but I can see where they're going, and they're not going to. McDonald's sales bounce back. I'm only mentioning this because we wrote in this week's Trends Journal, 
another great trends journal, the uh, Idiot's Delight. Yeah, do what they tell me. Yeah, we wrote about Pepsi sales, Coke sales, crap sales. Who's dying of the virus? Who's dying from the virus? 2.6 pre-existing comorbidities. Type 2 diabetics and obesity. And McDonald's sales are going way up. Keep eating it. Keep eating it. It's great for you. It's great for you. you know, CBRE to buy 60% of project manager for one point. $3 billion. I'm just mentioning it because the bigs keep getting bigger. All that cheap money, merger and acquisition activity. Again, this week's Trends Journal, 158 pages. 158 pages. All this information that I'm talking to you about, what it means, what's next, and where it's going, nothing else like it. Citizens acquire investors Bancorp. Citizens Financial Group on Wednesday said it needs to buy, it, it agreed to buy investors Bancorp. Corp. Inc. for $3.5 billion. All right? The bigs keep getting bigger. All we are are plantation workers on slave land there. They keep the cheap money in there. And what the cheap money does, they borrow this money very cheaply and they, they just gamble away. Meanwhile, like, like, you know, thanks to the uh, usury laws that that peanut farmer, yeah, peanut farmer with balls probably the big as a peanut, Jimmy Carter, he's the one that started doing away with the usury laws. So now you got, you got Citigroup, the, the Citibanks, borrowing money for nothing, 0.35% and charging us what? 17, 25, 27%. All right, it's one rig game. The banksters, the drug dealers, High-tech and the military-industrial complex, they're in control of the world. U.S. lenders, are ready? I said the bigs are getting bigger? Yeah. Financial Times, this isn't a conspiracy theory. U.S. lenders offer a tide of cheap money to the wealthy. Loans of $600 billion in second quarter, borrowing has tax benefits for the rich. Shows you how they borrow this money and they don't pay hardly any taxes. Frank Clementi, no relation to Salenti, executive director of the advocacy group uh, America for Tax Fairness, said wealthy borrowers were engaged in legal tax dodging. And the Biden, all you Biden bullshit fans, yeah, we're going to put more people on the IRS. Yeah, the Internal Revenue Service, revenue, revenue that they steal from us, and they're going to clamp down on every little person while the big ones get a free ride. That's the world today. Oh yeah, talking about a free ride. We got the, um, how about those, those drug dealers, huh? How about them getting a free ride? The opiate people, the Johnson and Johnson people. Yeah, they get fined. How about the banksters when they get caught cheating? Like J.P. Morgan Chase, four or five felonies. Convicted. Slap on a wrist. Bigs keep getting bigger. Crypto has no inherent worth. Huh. But it's a good trade, says Man Group Chief. He goes on to say, he said, uh, I think um, we stay in a world of very low rates until central banks lose control 
that when they lose control, it's not going to be fun. Yeah, no kidding. How long have I been saying that? And he's talking about cryptos. They're gambling in them. And guess what? I'm going to be at, that's right, Max Kaiser's crypto meeting, Bitcoin, 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 not crypto, Bitcoin, in Phoenix on August 19th. So uh, you're going to want to be there. Oh, I'll also be Ron Paul, War Against Us. Well, everything's on your, your Trends Journal site. On, um, on uh, September 4th. And Judge Napolitano will be there. And so too will others, including um, RFK Jr. Commercial real estate rebounds. Big story in the, in the um, Wall Street Journal. And I'm saying this doesn't sound right to me. Oh, yeah, the bigs are buying up stuff cheap is what's going on. Now, you read, you got all the way to almost to the end. And that's, you see how I underline everything, the salient points of the stories. But the rebound hasn't been felt evenly. The pandemic shrunk tenant demand for malls, office buildings. Manhattan, which is second highest volume in the first half of 2019, fell to 11th place in the first half of this year, San Francisco fell to 15th place. Investors have lost their appetite for office buildings. Duh! No kidding! Didn't know that! How long ago did we forecast this in the Trends Journal? How long ago? Over a year ago. Over a year ago, we said this was going to happen. And that's why you subscribe to the Trends Journal. I want to make this really clear. There's no magazine like this. And the more people we have, the more subscribers we have, the more we can do. And you look at the comments on the page of the people that subscribe. They, they, one, one after another, they all can't believe how great it is. We give every ounce of energy to make this happen, and we have to unite. So unite and help us do more. The more subscribers we have, the more we can do. Ah, Pfizer lists forecasts of vaccine volume 30%. Oh, they're going to make a lot more money. Pfizer expects sales for its COVID-19 vax this year to reach $33.5 billion, up nearly 30% from its forecast three months ago. Yeah. Pfizer. You know, Pfizer, that's right. The guy that was the head of the FDA, little, 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 little Scott Gottlieb, Gottsonlieb. Yeah, from the FDA to the board of directors of Pfizer, Pfizer gave Biden a million bucks for his inauguration. Anyway. Oh, and it's bullshit that these are free. They got the money from us, the taxpayers, and these scumbag politicians say it's a free vax. We pay for it. And they make the dough. Then, as we showed, we paid for the research, too. We, the stupid people of Slavelandia. Ah, efficacy of Pfizer-BioNTech COVID vaccine slips to 84%. After six months, data shows. Oh, and that has nothing to do with the Delta variant. After six months. Oh, this isn't conspiracy theory. Pfizer fell from 96% to 84%. 96 to 84%, and this is hardly news. They're making this shit up. It's an Operation Warp Speed gene therapy injection 
that has not been approved by the FDA. Israelis age 60 and up start getting third coronavirus vaccine dose next week. Again, we're mentioning this because we said this would happen in the Trends Journal back in March. And then we quoted that guy who's the head of Pfizer pushing the third shot. And now you see what kind of money. The drug dealers, get it in your head, big pharma, big F you. Saudi Arabia to impose broad rules on inoculation. Saudi Arabia is set to impose one of the world's most sweeping vaccine mandates in an attempt to combat hesitancy. People in Saudi Arabia will need to show proof on a mobile app that they have received at least one vaccination to enter public and private institutions beginning Sunday, including schools, malls, markets, restaurants, cafes, concerts, venues, public transportation. And then they go on to write. This is from the Wall Street Journal. Ready? In Saudi Arabia, a tightly controlled authoritarian state of some 30 million people, opposition has been muted. Vaccine holdouts say they were alarmed by the vaccine's reported side effects and wanted to wait for the results of more medical studies. Authoritarian. You got it? Hey, Stephen Kalin, how about calling all of the other dictators authoritarian governments forcing us to get this shot? How about all those scumbags running businesses telling people to take a shot. Is that authoritarian? Oh no, Salenti, that's American. It's freedom, it's independence, it's Gates, it's Zuckerberg, it's Dorsey, it's bullshit, it's authoritarian. Oh, calm down, Salenti. Be like us little cowards and take that jab in the armor up the arse. Can't say ass, I gotta be proper. Wanker. And that song, the COVID blues, man. Take a jab up in the arm or up the ass. Ah, people in Sydney's worst hit area can expect a knock on the door as the army and police ramp up enforcement. This just came out in the News Daily. Amid warnings, the city's daily cases are still tracking to get even higher. Whoa, the cases. Whoa, the case. Oh, the cases from fake PCR tests, those cases? In cases you don't know? And how many people died in Australia? What is it, about 220, 920-something? And they're locking down Sydney. They're going door to door. New South Wales police will begin checking homes for people who shouldn't be there. And will also target businesses across the city that are breaching public health orders. Authoritarian! Look at these little shitheads telling you what to do, been jerking off that little Danny Andrews. Look at them. And we'll do what we tell you to do. How could people take orders from these clowns? Defense personnel will also be deployed from Friday on to train over the weekend and on Monday start working on their conditions and blah, 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 blah. It comes as Sydney is expected to break Tuesday's high water mark of 239 new cases. Masks are also mandatory at all times, including outdoors, even though the infection rate, according to the data, is 1% or less. And what do you got? You got 
about, about 8 million people. Yeah, that's that, that health minister over there in New, New South Wales that, that, that was just put up there. Put that back up. Holding up this bullshit mask that's not worth the crap that you're spewing out of your mouth. Because it says right here, the shitty blue masks, shitheads that wear them and believe it, these masks do not eliminate exposure to the risk of any disease or infection, but you've got to wear one because we have the authoritarian government in a country near you. So you've got 8.1 million people in New South Wales. You've got 5 million in Sydney. You know how many deaths you got in a year and seven months? 62. 62 deaths. And yet... Now the, now the cops are on the scene. Netflix to require COVID vaccinations for actors and others. Deadline revealed last week that actor and activist Sean Penn won't return to work on Gaslit until everyone on the production has been vaccinated for the virus. And he's been vaccinated. Activist? How about a little prick with a bad attitude? You're vaccinated, shithead. You're safe. You swallowed the crap. You took the... Unapproved by FDA, Operation Warp Speed Gene Therapy Injection. So fuckface, why are you telling everybody else to do it? Activist! Activist! Actor! I'm an actor! Big fucking deal! Yeah, you play who you're not. Forcing people to get vaccinated. You're safe. Why the hell don't you leave them alone? Oh, you're going to get your kids infected? Hey, are you too fucking dumb to know the data? Young people don't get a 99.997% recovery rate. Got it? Sean Penn. Sean Pencil. Yeah. Activist. I'm an activist. I hold peace rallies, freedom rallies, justice rallies. And that's why you have to rally behind me rather than paying money to see this scumbag forcing people to get vaccinations. But he's not alone. He's not alone. Danny Myers, Union Square Hospitality Group, to require indoor diners show proof of COVID shots. Yep. Maya, founder of Shake Shack and chairman of the Fast Casual Vaccine, said the company will make its decisions regarding vaccines when you go into those places. And the mandate, all current employees and new hirees have to be vaccinated. And if you want to go in and have a drink or to eat, you got to be vaccinated. Authoritarian government. This is not my America. Fuck off. That's proper language when you try to tell me I have to get a vaccination and you scumbags are promoting it. That little one shithead after another. Ah, hey, you ready for this? Yeah, I got some Gavin. Washington Post will require all employees to get vaccine. Freedom of the press, huh? Oh, that's Bezos's company. Bezos's company. Yeah. Freedom of the press? Look at the shit they're shoving down our throat. Ah, 
Wall Street employees begin to mask up again as Citigroup tells workers new mandate. One after another, one after another. Mask up. All right, now we're going to go back to the economy. The economy is going to go down because the scumbags running the world, that little Macron, that little Katzon, the little dicky little boy, Macron over there, after they did shit in the election about three weeks ago, a month ago, then he puts the mandate in. You got to get vaccinated. You go into a restaurant. You're a healthcare worker. You got to get vaccinated. You lose your job. Draghi, the bankster in Italy, same thing. One country after another. And now they're, everybody, people now within days, they're walking around with masks on because they're freaking out. That's going to bring business way down. This thing's going down big. That's why gold's going up. That's why people are investing in Bitcoin because they know this inflation thing is real. Because they're going to keep pumping in more cheap money and keeping interest rates low so the gamblers, the banksters, and the crooks that are buying up the world could buy up more. Pandemic widened U.S. educational gap into a gulf. Research, yeah. Pan not the pandemic. The pricks. And I can't use the other word because then they call me sexist. That locked down everything. It's not the pandemic. It's the people that did it. Oh, I was talking about slaps on the wrist. Black women file lawsuit against Johnson & Johnson on talc powder. Lawsuits and trials involving claims that talc in Johnson & Johnson baby powder caused cancer are ramping up again. With a new complaint filed Tuesday on behalf of the National Council of Negro Women. And what they did here, the group accused the company of knowingly deceptive marketing to black women for decades with free samples at beauty salons, radio campaigns, and other efforts despite internal concerns that the product might be harmful. Like the cigarette. And they get a slap on the wrist. Nobody, 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 nobody goes to jail. So there you got, that's just some of the trends in the news. You got a lot more, you got a lot more. So you get, remember the links to the events, the information, it's all on your, uh, down below over here in the, on, the, on the screen. Ron Paul, and I'm proud, I'm honored, I'm honored, honored, honored to be a guest speaker at his upcoming event, The War Against Us, and Max Kaiser's. And uh, his Bitcoin, <laughs> yep, it's a great, you got to go to the site. He really says it. And, and, and Stacy Herbert, Max and Stacy, two great people, known him for years. Matter of fact, he came up here, he and Stacy, and they, they, they did it when they used to have conferences up here. And they put on a great, great performance. Great, there's really dedicated people. So thank you for tuning in. And again, yeah, I'm angry as I can be. And I see the future. I'm a visionary. I'll put any my work up against anybody's in the world. Show me the books you've written and the magazines you've been writing about trends we can begin to talk. And I see the future. And if we don't unite for freedom, peace, and justice, welcome to Saudi Arabia, Saudi Arabia, the authoritarian governments. This is not my America. And that's why I'm a, Ron Paul is the only person I voted for president other than Ralph Nader. And when I was a young guy, I actually voted for Richard Nixon in 1968. That's how dumb I was. Anyway, this is Gerald Salenti, and that's some of today's trends in the news.